Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we are diving into the world of tarot and beer with Courtney Eisman and her new zine. I'm Joanne, and with Tori, we are two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us! All right, I am super excited about this episode today because it's bringing together like two of my favourite things. Also, you'll notice that you've only got me today. Uh, Tori's still on her travels in Japan, so she's going to be sad she missed this one. But we have the lovely Courtney Courtney Eisman with us today. Hello. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I'm fangirling a little, but... (laughs) Oh, no, be quiet. Um, So we've got you here today for a very special reason, and it is because of your new zine, Beer Tarot, Pulling Cards, Pouring Beer and Discovering Self. Um, I was very excited when I saw this coming out because one of my favourite things, I subscribe to Hugging the Bar, comes into my inbox every week. We'll put the uh, link into the show notes because everyone should be having that come into their inbox every week if they don't already. But my favourite part of that is when you do the tarot card pull in the middle of it and then you've done a little zine about it so that made me really happy as a as a witch and a, a lover of tarot myself I was really excited to um to read more about this so when I stop I stop fangirling um <laughs> tell us a little <laughs> bit for those who don't know who are you and what is this all about please um, well, I mean, just in general, I'm a freelance beer writer. Uh, so I write about a few different beats within beer, uh, mostly like some like brewing science and things like that. Definitely a lot of, you know, the industry trends. Um, but a huge thing I write about and my favorite is just is culture. So like the people in beer. Um, and then that's so that's like all over different media outlets. I write for whoever will have me. <laughs> but so like. Yeah. Uh, a couple years ago, especially during like craft beers, Me Too movement in 2021, I started hugging the bar because as much as there are a f- like a handful of really great beer media outlets out there that do, you know, will do some culture coverage and things like that. You still, I feel like as a lot of us writers want somewhere to put the stories that traditional media outlets won't run. That's what Hugging the Bar sort of developed out of. And I was also like, you know who will never probably pay me? Like media outlets will probably pay me to write about the connection between beer and tarot. But those are two things that I think would be really fun to connect. That's, so it's my favorite part of the newsletter to write. So it's, you know, it's it's weekly um, reading. So I like pull a card sort of like intention for the week. Mm-hmm. And then I pair that with either a specific beer or like a beer experience. So the way that this turned into a zine is that David Nielsen and Melinda Guerra have this really cool. So David does Bean to Barstool um, podcast, yep. blog articles. Um, I think you, you've chatted, I think, or I think we have, if we haven't, We've definitely been mentioned. You should. Similar things. Yeah. Like we definitely should. Yeah. Like I know. I know we've been mentioned by the same people over the same sort of things. But yeah, I, I love being to Barstool as well. Like just beer and chocolate. Like yeah, who doesn't love that, right? And it's like deeper. That's not just like yeah. surface. Like he really goes into like the technicalities behind like pairings and things like that. Yeah. So that became a zine, and then they launched Final Gravity, which is a really amazing zine. Again, a lot of stories from different beer writers that 
they don't get to publish elsewhere. I'm, I love that zine. I highly recommend that one. So then they approached me and David was like, we just want to start doing some fun one-offs. Like, do you want to do a beer tarot one based on those like tarot readings in your newsletter? And at the time, I was actually starting to notice that there's like a growing crossover of tarot coming into craft beer. Like more breweries are having readings in their tap rooms. This brewery called True Brewing in Denver made their own tarot deck, which is awesome. And it's actually what I use to do the ones in my newsletter. So like, I was like, yeah, I think there's like a lot of good content here to make a little, a little one-off scene. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so we've said this, this connection between beer and tarot. What do you think is, I mean, I enjoy beer and tarot. I think this is a fun thing. You enjoy beer and tarot. There's obviously more people because they thought there was enough to write a whole zine about it. Um, what do you think that connection is and the reason that kind of the same people like the same, those two things? So I've, I've thought, I started out with a few that I thought, and now I've heard some more really good ones from talking to more people. Like there's also a woman named Kelsey uh, C. I'm not sure if I'm saying her last name right, Um, but that was my last interview in my newsletter. If anyone wants to check it out, she is um, a taproom manager, among other things, in Iowa. And she's creating a beer themed tarot deck. And she was talking about like, so I'm, I'm, yeah, and I'm like stealing from her a bit, but like, A good one, a good jumping off point, I think, like, is there, there's a bit of like mysticism behind fermentation, right? Like there's like, yeah, there's like some magical things in beer. And like, if you look back in history before people understood, you know, the role of yeast and, and how fermentation was happening. So there's some old school mysticism there that I think is really cool. But then I think to pull it back, I think you can find, like, I've written a lot about connections between music and beer, for example, in the past. I think it's like it's creative people, right? Like there, yes. there's there's a lot of crossover between like music people opening up breweries and and collaborating that way. And I think this is happening with tarot, where people are like bringing in their hobbies. Um, you know, it's it's a great thing to have in the tap room, have a reader because it starts conversations with people. I just think it's another like really communal, creative thing to tap into that makes sense there. Yeah, I love that. I definitely feel like like that that magic like beer is magic like making mm-hmm. it is magic like how that magically happens that magically happens like yeah. how like those like you can be drinking it and like the flavors or something it like just reminds you of something really joyful like that's mm. magic so mm-hmm. yeah definitely connecting that with tarot really makes sense to me I love that yeah. explanation I also like I consider myself a little bit of a beer witch because you know yes stirring the beer and and all of that like bit of a kitchen witch bit of a brewing witch like why not absolutely and then there's my towers um <laughs> so, so how did you get into tower originally I think I I kind of don't even remember my exact like you know I became interested in things like Wicca in high school um sort of through heavy metal but then like being like oh it's not just it's, it shouldn't be trivialized to just like a theme yeah. in metal. So actually kind of got like more properly into it. Kind of, I think that was like a lot on the back burner for me, but then something picked up Tara, you know, I've been in and out of that world. Like I had a podcast with a friend a few years ago called I Heart Dead Things. That was like, Fun. like, yeah, we were just looking, I mean, episodes could be about anything from like the spiritualism movement, um, you know, 
like Victorian mourning uh, sort of methods and approaches, things like that. And so like tarot, things of that nature kind of like dipped in and out of that. Um, and then we have this thing in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Brainery. It's like a learning center. It's like an adult learning center, but it's mm-hmm. mostly like really fun one-off class. Like you can take, you know, how to start a side hustle business and things like that, but you can also oh, cool. just do like watercolor painting. And they had a tarot one-on-one, one like how to read tarot for yourself. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And the instructor was brilliant. So like that, I went to a couple of classes there and it just sparked the whole thing. And this was like 2021. It was like right when we were allowed to start doing things like classes again, like, you know, pandemic era. Um, but that it was a good pandemic era hobby too. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Cause it's something you can do yourself and then mm-hmm. potentially something you can do with other people as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. And then like a key question obviously as well, how did you get into beer? <laughs> I I actually like don't I don't really have one of those like I did I wasn't drinking like macro lager that long before the craft beer thing started because yeah. we had this um like there was a bar in my hometown where all the bands played and they happened to have a few of like the very first sort of like early craft this is like 2007 2008 yeah um and then you know I went to school in New York city, like went to college. So like going from college to then, you know, I turned 21, obviously during my senior year and then like moving into the city and just our craft beer bars here, I started getting, I think my biggest entryway I would say was Belgian beer. Cause that was like the most oh, yeah. prevalent, uh, in New York beer bars and restaurants back then. But cra- American craft beer was like hot on that movement's heels. Right. So yeah, I can yeah, it was just like natural. It was everywhere. I just thought it was, I never really was interested in like macro lager, like just crushing beer to get drunk. I was like, right. I want this yeah. to like interest me. Like, what's the yeah. story here? Yeah. And that goes quite nicely with Tara as well. Cause you know, that's bringing the, all of the kind of threads of the story together of, of your story or the person who's the readings for a story. Like I don't want to give too much away from the zine because obviously we want people to go and get <laughs> the zine because it is right. great and you should go get it. So I don't want to give too much away, but like one of the things that you said in there is like talking about how um, it's not necessarily fortune telling. Some people think it's about the future mm-hmm. and really it's kind of just kind of giving you advice because the future hasn't happened yet. So you still have that chance to, you know, change it with your decisions and choices and things. And I really enjoyed that. That th- like the thing about tarot is it's telling you what might happen and what, what is happening to you right now being the, the clarity of that. So those kind of parts of that story, same there with beer. That's really well put. No, that's really well said. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Now I've got a couple of my tarot decks here that um, uh, I use. I actually made my own tarot deck. Did you? With me. Yeah. So it's, it's the, um, for people that know, no tarot, well, you Google it people if you don't, because you'll find it out. I actually, um, found small printable versions of the Rider Waite set and I wanted a smaller version to take with me when I worked on cruise ships and when I was traveling um, and I couldn't find a nice small set that worked so I ended up printing them out and coloring them myself that's so and then cool this is still like my everyday deck that I use all the time because I was just like well if I'm gonna make it I'll spend time on it. I'm putting my energy into it. I'd never use this with anybody else <laughs> because it's got way too much of my energy in it. 
to, yeah. like, it to ever give anybody else clarity. They're just going to hear about me the whole time. Like this deck yeah. is about me. <laughs> I love that, that I though. Use all the time. Yeah, just sat and kind of coloured them all in. And and so I, I use these all the time and keep them in a little bag. But my, my latest new one that I've bought is for people that have listened to the podcast for a little while, you'll know I'm a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan, and they do a Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Slayer oh set. Oh, my God. It's it's hard to get hold of, but it's really beautiful. That's so cool. <laughs> right, and I, love, and I love that that's another thing, right? So, like, we're just saying, beer geeks, like, tarot's, like, another kind of interesting hobby, and then you can get these great decks that are also something to do with one of your other hobbies as well. Yes. Like yeah, the deck ones, options are really growing. There's so many different deck options. Like, what's what's one of your favorite decks to use? Well, now I love the True Brewing one, and that's the one that I've been using. Um, I actually have a traditional, the Rider Weight and the True mm-hmm. Brewing one now. Like, those are the only ones I own. But yeah. I've actually just been seeing lately in like indie bookshops and places like that. I mean, there's. Yeah. You can get like cat tarot decks yes. and like uh, I think that there might actually have been one. So like it's high time for it to be within craft beer because I think I did see one that was like cocktails Ooh, or like came a with a companion one. booklet that paired it with cocktails. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they're doing them for everything now. I love how it's like booming. Yeah. I think I saw one the other day that was um, like literary characters, but it was kind of yes. Like- Frankenstein's monster and and Dracula and and things like that. And yeah, like, yeah. I, I just this is this is another one of those slippery slopes, right? Where you end up with so many tarot decks. Like, there's the ones that I use all the time. Like, you don't need too many because otherwise you just got all these tarot decks. Like this, but they are gorgeous. They're so, they're so fun. Like, oh. just yeah, another just another thing to add to our geeky inventories, right? I know. <laughs> But I did see after after your newsletter, I did see the beer tarot one that's being created that's on Kickstarter. Um, I may have invested in that one. <laughs> I I mean, it's they're so gorgeous. Yeah, they're absolutely beautiful. Like, I love how there's like, um, I'll put again, I'll put the link for this in the show notes if anyone would like to go and have a look at this. But um, it's, they're doing it in quite like it's a very limited color palette of kind mm-hmm. of like golds and blacks and greys and yeah, and then it's got like people on it from the beer industry as well as you know obviously fermentation bits and yeah and malt and things like that it's really beautiful and i may may be treating myself to the um flight board oh my god i mean right so one of the things that you can get as one of the kickstarter rewards is a flight board that you can also do a tarot spread on I it's might so be cool. Myself to that. It's so you have cool. to. Well, especially right. if you're like collecting tarot decks, right? We're yeah. we're collecting. I know you. I think you collect glasses as well. I feel like yeah. I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like if you have all that, then like this brings all of that together. Like it's just yeah. it's the piece missing piece of that puzzle. Yeah, I have the perfect glasses that would go on it as well. Like I can oh. see it already. I can just. I'm, I can't it's wait. Dreamy. I hope that I just hope that the Kickstarter gets funded so that we all get. I think. Our I think she's like ninety. 97%. Yeah, she was like, really close the other really day. Really close, like, yeah. Jumping on that. Yeah. Um, so we'll put that on there. If anybody's interested in, in beer tarot, then uh, we'll put that in there. You can go and see if you, there's still time for you to add that to your Kickstarter list as well. Um, so we might, like, there's probably some people that listen to the podcast that, like, have never, never done tarot, never, never thought about it but they might you know from our little chat here they might be interested in in 
finding out a little bit more about it, what tips would you give people to start on their tarot journey now? Ooh, that's a good question. I have to look because if you start, I haven't referenced it in a while, so now I'm blanking on the exact name of it. But if you start just at like Rider Waite Tarot, like Googling that and companion books, there's a few like, they just, they honestly look like grade school, like workbook, textbook yeah, sort of things. Nice, yeah. yeah. And like, that's how I kind of started when I did those, the couple of classes that I did. Yeah. Because they're like more accessible than than textbooks but you know um so I, I recommend just like starting with like super basic books that will like give you a walkthrough of every card and also give you like some information on like the history and like what you know how the cards there's also like this whole other world you can get into um tying tarot to astrology which yeah. I would I would give this caveat though it can be really overwhelming to try to like learn all of that at the same time to the point oh, where yeah. you might be like, forget it. So yeah. I would take that and, you know, take that sort of like learn as much about it that would make the card make sense to you, but like put a pin in the whole like world of astrology and how that connects until you like oh, yeah. feel good about tarot. Um, but then I, one of my favorite ways to like kind of still just like keep on top of things is like, and by the way, I don't, I do not read for anyone else but me oh same yeah same. I don't because anybody else either. <laughs> no I don't I don't like I work better as with I mean it's like I joke that it's why I'm a writer like I'm not good on my feet I need a moment <laughs> to like reference my own notes and like yeah. yeah um so when I pull like when I do it for the newsletter when I just do it for myself like I will look at like websites like Biddy Tarot, it's B-I-D-D-Y Tarot. Yeah. I was, I was going to say that as a good option to go and look at because I, that site is so clear and simple. Clear. Yes. Yeah. Not overwhelming. Like a starting point. So good. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, if you do that when you're pulling each definitely. card. Yeah. And I think, um, I, I, you know, personally from a tip for myself, like I've been, using tarot cards oh a very long time like i've been pagan since i was 16 and probably not long after that i started getting into tarot and things i will still look at the booklets and i will still go to like biddy tarot comes up without me even having to type much into my, <laughs> into my, into my address bar for it to pop up and me find the card meanings on there because yeah you can like you can sit and learn all of the meanings of all 78 cards like you can if you can do that and you want to do that then that's fine but as well I think don't feel like you have to because there are references there and especially mm -hmm. you know if you're just doing it for yourself and working things out like these different like the the Buffy one comes with a box with a little booklet that has meanings that are based on the way that they've interpreted the cards and your understanding of the card might be different as well so don't be afraid to still use the booklet you don't have to be off book to en no. enjoy tarot and and use it to enlighten yourself every day yeah totally yeah definitely um so in the zine i don't want, again i don't want to give too much away because you want <laughs> people to go and get it but um you pair tarot with beer um talk about some breweries and you also have someone come on and pair tarot and beer with food mm -hmm. how did you come up with these concepts to link with tarot and with beer um, so yeah, a few, like a lot of the stuff in the zine was pretty much like, well, like a given, right. We were like, we obviously mm -hmm. have to have the readings. We definitely want to do, yeah. um, the history of tarot. Cause as you pointed out, it's like people, 
one of these worlds is going to bring people in like maybe people who are into tarot don't know that much about craft beer i think with this it's more likely people that are already into craft beer but don't know as much about tarot so kind of wanted to address that um and then address some of like the exciting examples of the crossover so you know uh, like true brewing as you mentioned um there is a brewery in belgium in brussels called brasserie l'ermitage i just butchered that and i'm sorry um (laughs) But that the, one of the co-founders uh, is had been into tarot since he was a kid um, and tarot, like the tap room. Now it's like number one on my bucket list. It looks gorgeous. There's like tarot oh, yeah. murals. Added uh, it to my list. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then Stephanie Grant is a fellow beer writer. Actually, I'll, I have to give a shout out because it's so cool. Um, she just launched the Share Community, which is like a networking career opportunity platform for women and non-binary people, BIPOC people getting into craft beer or in craft beer. Um, but she, so it's, she was just like very, she's like been responsive about the tarot thing, like interested in it. Um, so, and she is amazing at beer and food pairings. You should follow her um, on Instagram. But I was like, what if I gave you a few tarot cards and you like channeled that energy to make you think like what beer and food pairing, what experience does that card like conjure up in you? And I thought she had the best responses. I was like, every, everything she brought up, I was like, yes, it's so good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to say what they are because listeners, you need to go and buy the zine so you can read. Yeah her pairings because they they make so much sense like I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there and I'm like I'm reading your um where you've pulled a card and then you've done a reading and Mm -hmm. paired it with a beer experience Mm -hmm. and then these food these food moments paired with tarot and I was just like I want to do this now yeah (laughs) I want to start pulling some cards and things because I also use um oracle cards okay so I've got um some goddess oracle cards and some animal oracle cards so on the like on the new moon and the full moon each month when when I remember and (laughs) and or I'm in the country and not gallivanting for work (laughs) um I'll pull those to kind of guide my intentions for the month and I'm like, I'm going to start pairing this with some beer. Like, yes, that, that doesn't that make sense? Like, totally. Start sharing all of that out there. So you know, you're inspiring me to get into doing this. Love it. Well, so. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. Why do you think um, tarot artwork is so inspiring to like breweries and and to like? Cause I, I was trying to think, see if we've got if I've seen any tarot artwork on beer labels and stuff over here and I don't think I've seen any we do have wild card over here did a set of um astrology beers okay so you could get the, that's cool the beer that was yeah that was your um astrological sign I don't think I've any seen any tarot ones but it seems like it's like picking up in the US and then mm-hmm. there's a brewery in in Belgium like what do you think draws the brewers to using that kind of artwork and and using that in their stylings for their breweries that's a good question i think i think that that goes back a lot to the mysticism element as well uh there's a really nice a lot of times like if a brewery is putting out a beer i think that has you know tarot like a tarot card on the label it's because they looked at what that card represents and thought about what it means to them and what it would mean for that beer so like a lot of brewers um, 
I'll go on a limb and say the kind of breweries that we would like are putting some intention in their beer, right? Like they want it to accomplish something. It's not just something you're chugging back. So it's like, what do I want this beer to bring to someone? What do I sort of want it without getting like crazy deep and poetic about everything? It's just, you know, so I think if they're sort of like looking outside the beer world for inspiration, tarot is a really nice, reliable fountain of like stories that you might like something might resonate with that beer and then beyond that just like you know obviously craft beer is this huge blank canvas um that people are always looking to fill with ideas in terms of aesthetics on the labels and ways to grab people's attention and i think tarot walks this really good fine line between there's something about it that's recognizable to people So like, depending on your level of awareness and familiarity with tarot, like that would probably still pull your eye. You'd be like, oh, I know that image vaguely in some way, right? Like, what does that mean? You're intrigued. And it's, it's usually beautiful artwork. Like, I mean, we're talking about all these different decks coming out. I haven't seen one yet. That's not like visually pretty stunning and dreamy. Yeah. So I think all those elements, like it is a way to tell a story and it is a way to, both intrigue someone but also kind of like strike a familiarity chord yeah because it's also like like you say people probably recognize especially the the right away mm-hmm. imagery mm-hmm. particularly like that's been quite widely used in pop culture like you know it was used in the james bond film yeah. <laughs> so even if you don't know you know right if you don't really know what tarot is you've probably seen the artwork somewhere exactly and in the back of your brain so even that like that satility where someone's kind of just kind of got it in the back there and then you know that can even make people start thinking deeply about things mm-hmm. which I think is interesting yeah yeah pop pop culture beer here and just back to pop culture and beer going back together yeah. like we talk about that all the time as well like all of these things go, all the strings are coming together nicely here. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um so Maybe this might be a hard question, so we'll see how we go with this one. But what's your favorite beer and what tarot card do you think it goes with? Oh, man, that is hard. Mm. I just thought of it and I'm like, that's going to be a hard question. Yeah. I'll it anyway. Uh, so my favorite beer changes, I would say, daily. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now I'm like blank because I am, I do rely so much on my notes. I'm gonna I'm gonna type away well because I'm thinking just yesterday I had a Sierra Nevada celebration oh yes I saw you saying about that in your newsletter so that to me is like a perennial you know it might not be my favorite every single day but yeah this is what I was thinking of okay I was just like double checking before I said it out loud (laughs) um so yeah Sierra Nevada celebration like when when that time of year comes out around now you know it just gets so exciting like it just it's one of those beers that makes you remember how you got into craft beer why you love craft beer like you're looking forward to those fresh hops it's just special um and that is like instant to me four of wands because four of wands is like homecoming and joyful celebration and like kind of like giving thanks for this it's very like Four of Wands makes me think of like a homecoming feast, like almost Thanksgiving vibe. So I feel like those yeah. two go together really nicely. Oh, yeah. That's a perfect pairing. I definitely need to get into doing more pairings with, with things. 
just have to start doing that now. Yeah, I like your idea. I think it's like a fun way to like the same way that you would pull cards to sort of make sense of your mood and why do I feel like this or what's going on or like I'm dealing with a dilemma. Like maybe this will help me like sort of put my options in perspective. You can it doesn't always have to be that serious and life-changing. Like you can just pull that to be like, what beer do I want right now? Yeah. Cause then you can have a fit. Like when you read about what the, what the card means or even just like looking at the picture, what, what emotions and feelings do you get from looking at that picture? And then what beer in your fridge does that draw you to after you've felt that emotion? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a, that sounds like a fun project to take part in. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to do that this weekend. Yes. So fun. I've got, I've got many beers in my fridge that need, you know, and I was thinking, ah, I'm at home this weekend. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we need to start drinking some of the beers in the fridge. Maybe I'm going to start picking them by pulling out some tarot cards. That's a, yeah, a great idea. It's a great, like, motivation. If there's something that you're like, yeah. oh, I don't know about that one. It keeps getting, like, left behind. But then you might see yeah. it in a new light with a different, like, story to it. Oh, that sounds like fun. And definitely, definitely that is a, if you're just starting out and you're not sure about that, that's a, I'll put um, the link to Biddy Tarot in the mm in the show notes you can go and have a look because they're like we said there's it's very simple like i really Mm -hmm. like that with that one um they give you words like so yes uh, because you can also get for those that don't know you can sometimes sometimes you pull the card up the right way and sometimes you can pull it upside down so and that's called reversed so that will give you different meanings Mm -hmm. and on the biddy tarot website for each one there's the right way up and then there's a reverse and it's just words which can really help you to think about those feelings and those emotions that that card can evoke and then it gives you like a nice long well here's the symbolism within this card and then if you want to expand on it that that can help with that so even those words might help you pick a beer in your fridge like um you know maybe maybe some of the words are the names of a beer that's in your fridge possible for sure Yeah. yeah especially with some of the names we've got. Well, I, I was at a beer festival at the weekend and some of the names were really interesting. Would <laughs> <laughs> definitely go well with some tarot cards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what was it like working with David from Bean to Barstool? Because I love what they do. Like, mm-hmm. how was that experience for putting the zine together? Oh, it was fantastic because the <laughs> I was like, when we started the project, I'm like, so all I can do is write. Like, I don't know how to like, <laughs> he was like, how, you know, how involved you want to be in like the design? And I'm like, well, I don't know yeah. how to do any of that. Um, And they are like total pros. And it's really cool because it sort of like celebrates the old school DIY, like especially if you kind of came up on like a punk scene or any kind of like local yeah. music scene, like it definitely embraces that and celebrates like that DIY, like artistic, like homegrown, like very commu- like this is made like for and by the community. Um, yeah. But it's, it, it is more like a bit more like polished and like, so that's a really nice mix and it looks gorgeous. So I, I mean, really working does. with them was just amazing because I'm just like sending them words and they're like create, they're turning it into something that's just so lovely. It's such a nice thing to like, you know, everything's online now. So it's like nice to have something to hold in your hand and like kind of return to, to some of these. They're, I think I'm hoping that beer zines kind of take off because they're nice. Uh, <laughs> 
which I know you and I can appreciate, yet another thing to collect. <laughs> yeah, more, collecting more things. I mean, beer zines will take up less space than glassware. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing to, to swap out to. Yeah. Instead. Um, and I, I really liked that um, it's got that real kind of, tradi- like air quotes, traditional kind of mystic tarot kind of feel about it. Like the the like the colors and Mm. the design of it just had that kind of like it just when I looked at it it screamed at me like mystical tarot vibes oh good yeah um so yeah so again you're gonna have to go buy it to see what I'm talking about yeah um go go and get one so you know what it looks like I think like as well when you say like zines are kind of a nice they're a nice kind of I've always thought of a zine as you know more than just a magazine a zine is something that is has a community feel about yeah. it. Yeah, like like almost almost handmade in the way it is because it's kind of just stuff that someone's put together that they want to get out there. Yeah, which is like again, that's a real like really evokes like craft beer because again we're, we're still like we still like to think of ourselves as kind of the scrappy upstart of right. the beverage world, don't we? Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Whether that's true or not. Having a tarot beer zine sounds perfect to me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Whether it's true. I mean, sometimes it's not. It's like, you know, we still still all drink, you know, we all still drink some of the bigger beers nowadays, but definitely like craft beer has got that little bit more handmade feel to it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, 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 it's a really nice Um, pairing. would would, Would you recommend to anybody else who's got kind of like maybe a little niche um thing that they want to put out there would you recommend to them to make their own zine about it and what tips would you give to someone who wants to put together a zine oof first of all heck yes um like i said i want to i want to see more of these um like let's uh, you know there's like the blog sort of boom and then the newsletter boom let's have a zine boom because they're yeah. so much like your heart is just poured into this thing right um the tips though, because, because David and Melinda were really the ones that put this together. And like, I am not a great person to ask about the actual like (laughs) printing. I mean, I used to make them when I was like a teenager, just like printing stuff out on the computer and stapling them together. Um, so I think like, if you don't have the capability to actually like make it into a real tangible thing, team up with someone I actually think like don't do it by yourself anyway like we're saying like this is a very like community-minded project it would be a great thing to get two three you know you don't want too many clicks in the kitchen maybe but like because a zine is supposed to be short so you can't have a million articles um but get some different people together and because then you can have like maybe an essay maybe an interview maybe like a few a few pages that are like artwork and um you know, Ooh, yeah. maybe your local tap rooms will like keep them, you know, keep them on hand there. You can hand them out at events, bottle shares. Like, I think it'd be such a fun, it's like something else to get people engaged around the liquid, but it's like something other than the liquid itself, just like a nice conversation starter. Um, and again, we'll just like bring people together, I think. Yeah. It's like, they're so good. We had one, um, one of our, it was a couple of years ago now, one of the breweries did um, smash the point triarchy. And oh. yeah, such, such a good name. It's like, it was so a, good. Had, yeah. And they had a little kind of event where 
um, some women who worked in beer got together and we had like a little bit of a panel discussion, you know, talking about all the usual wonderful subjects that we like to talk about as women in beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the back of that, they created this smash the pint triarchy zine that then had some kind of articles and tips and some artwork and things in it. And that was really lovely. Like we'd hope there was going to be some more, but you know, time ran away as, as yeah. it does. And, you know, there's other more important things that need to happen in a brewery than putting together a zine. But <laughs> like, again, I have, I have one of those, I have a copy of that up there. Like, like things like that. It's a, it's a really good little medium just to get a, like a selection of things out there. I would definitely love to see more of those over here as well. I definitely. Think. Yeah. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, do you know what? I've really enjoyed this. I was really excited for this discussion and I think, it has been absolutely brilliant talking about these things, like bringing two things. I, until I started seeing your tarot readings in your newsletter, I'd never really thought about putting beer and tarot together. But I think they go so well hand in hand that we just need more of this happening. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm going to start doing some of these pairings. Um, so if people want to read some more of your things, where can they get hold of you? Where can they come and ask you questions about tarot if that's okay? Of course that's okay. I would love to like talk about more tarot to more people. Um, (laughs) So yeah, hopefully this accomplishes that. Um, So the newsletter with the tarot readings in it is huggingthebar.substack.com. The tarot zine itself is available at beantobarstool.com. And then if you want to just like chat with me or like everything that I write and sort of you can get updates like depending like we are getting some like people in the state so far who are stocking it like Wild East Brewing here in New York actually has copies for sale in the tap room. So as that grows, you can kind of get updates on that. Everything else. Ask me questions about tarot. Let's chat. Um, I'm at Highway to Hops on Instagram. Perfect. I will link all of those things so that people can find them. Um, I'm also going to link to that uh, tarot Kickstarter yes. because we want that. So happen. exciting. Very yes, we want those. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, last question. Um, what is your favorite tarot card? And then what's your least favorite tarot card? Ooh. And why is it the Three of Swords? <laughs> <laughs> Three of Swords, yeah. I feel like other people oh. have said that too. <laughs> it's funny because I just um it's not my least favorite but like the annoying one and I was just talking about it on another podcast because it did it comes up in the zine so it's not my least favorite but it's the most frustrating to me because it is about being at a crossroads like a stalemate with a dilemma so it's a helpful card but when it comes up I'm like oh I know I know I'm torn that's why I'm coming here that's why I'm coming to you tarot um <laughs> But my favorite, like, and I feel like this might be a stereotypical answer if you're super into tarot, but I do love death because it's like the rebirth option. Right. Yeah. 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 I love that it has like a spooky reputation, but it's actually like a really inspiring kickstarty sort of card. Yeah. Because it means something's finishing and you're starting anew. Yeah. it, re- it really winds me up when like they have tarot in like a tv show or, or a film and they're like oh the card of death yeah. like, no that's not what it means yeah stop using it like stop doing it dirty use the death card <laughs> properly for goodness sake thank you yes <laughs> um and also let's acknowledge for people that aren't aware 
Um, if you go to the tarot, it's going to tell you the truth. Like, mm. don't think it's going to be nice to you. <laughs> it doesn't care. <laughs> no, it doesn't care. It's like, this is what you need to hear. Even if you go, I know that's what I need to hear, but I didn't want to hear it. It will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has been fabulous having you on. I'm really glad that we got to talk about this. Um, oh, me too. The zine is beautiful. Thank you so much for writing it and putting it out there. Um, and uh, we'll have to have you back another time. You're always welcome. Oh, thank you. Come and talk about anything and all the things. Um, it's been lovely having you. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much. This was like oh, the best and I'm, I'm so excited about it. So thank you. Yay. <laughs> well, if you are now interested in tarot, let me know. I can give you my personal tips and tricks as well because as I said, I've been reading tarot cards for a while. Um, there's some really lovely decks out there. Like I said, I know there's a D&D one, which people might be interested in one. I think there's an Adventure Time one. Like you can get a tarot deck with pretty much anything on it. Um, but just as, as we'd finished recording there, I was having a quick chat with Courtney afterwards as well. And something, if you are interested in starting in tarot, you get a you get a deck and it's just not speaking to you. Like it's not gelling with you you don't feel like you're getting anything out of it it could be the deck I've got a little set over here that I was just showing her someone gave it to me many years ago I've never been able to work with it like I've never got anything I've never felt any sort of connection to it so that can be a thing as well like so don't be afraid to like try a different deck or try something else I've linked to all of the different places that Courtney suggested uh, as well so there's go and get the zine because it's really beautiful I really enjoyed reading it. Um, even if like you're not really, you don't really think you're into this. There's some really fun historical information about about tarot in there as well. So go and check that out. Um, the link to that is in the show notes, and you can get it from Bean to Barstool. Also, another great place to go and have a look because um, Bean to Barstool, which you can find on Instagram, has really fun stuff about like like chocolate and beer, but not just your regular chocolate, like proper kind of artisan made chocolate and beer and really goes into the sensory tasting of it so give that a look as well but yeah I think I'm going to start doing a bit more with beer and tarot and uh, maybe I'll start posting that on my on my socials so if you want to ask me questions about tarot or want to tell me that um, I should definitely do some more of this beer and tarot malarkey you can get hold of me at my beer school which is love beer learning and i am on facebook instagram x tiktok and pinterest i'm mostly on instagram nowadays so just come and find me over there you can also find me at my website which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk been adding to the blog over there so go and check that out there's a little review of my tour around the Hallertau and looking at all the European hops this year so go and check that out I might start adding some beer and tarot stuff on there too or you can email me lovebeerlearning at gmail.com if you'd like to get hold of us as a podcast you can find us at a woman's brew we are on Instagram Facebook and X but we're mostly on Instagram as we always say so come and find us over there or you can email us a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com and if you want to catch up with Tori, she's still off on her travels in Japan. But if you're not following her already, you're missing all of her lovely content that she's showing from her travels over there. So you can find her on Instagram as adventures underscore 
in underscore optimism or give her an email adventuresinhoptimism at gmail.com um i'm gonna go and have a little play with my buffy tarot cards so until next time cheers <laughs>